us go. Hi, this is Eileen Perez. You're listening to the CBH Podcast. Yep. Good morning. Thursday, September 9th. I'm a little behind today. I'm, uh, I mean, frankly, I'm a little hungover. I'm just going to go ahead and say this at the top of the show. Uh, the third martini is generally a mistake. It's a generally a mistake. It doesn't seem like one at the time. Uh, it, it always seems like a good idea, but it's generally a mistake. And uh, especially, I, I didn't eat a ton yesterday, and so that wasn't helpful either. But uh, just just moving slow this morning, not that big a deal. <laughs> Everybody goes through it. I think you forget. Uh, I mean, I've, I've been way worse hungover in my life, generally over bad wine. But, um, you know, if you're keeping your alcohol clear, I generally don't have too much of a problem. Uh, but, um, you know, just out with a buddy and uh, having a good time, having some laughs, sharing stories getting into it and you're enjoying the company so much but your your drink is empty and the guy says you guys need another round and you know <laughs> uh you know neither one of us is gonna say no <laughs> which is not a which is not a, a a great habit but uh there it is just a little slow I missed the gym this morning that that's that's all that's getting missed I don't have to work too much later today but, uh, you know, went out after late rehearsal last night. Uh, we were on stage uh, most of the day yesterday and got out uh, just before 9. And um, uh, uh, just went out with my, with my buddy Quinn and, and uh, felt like I was ready for a drink because yesterday was um, trap practice for me. Now, what's a trap? What's a trap for those of you who don't know? A trap is a hole in the stage. <laughs> And uh, you go either up onto the stage or down off of the stage. Uh, the trap room is the floor below the stage. Now, I'm not talking about below the deck. The deck meaning the, the floor of the set. You're not just underneath the deck, which, you know, depending on the rake, might be a foot wide or three feet wide or five feet wide, really depending on the on the on how steep the uh, rake is. But this is the trap room is literally a floor below the stage level. Uh, and so you either, like I said, either come up onto the stage or go down below the stage. Well, in my case, I do both. And uh, I, I try to think about it, and I, I have climbed up through traps before. You know, it's a staircase, uh, or in Santa Fe, in a boem, it was kind of a ladder uh, that you know just sort of brought us up into the set, and it's just a part of the production. And and um, in this Macbeth, uh, two things happen to me. I come, I, I the first thing that happens is I get thrown into a grave. Um, uh, a door is opened on the floor of the stage, and I'm I, I it's right after I've been killed, and I and I've been I was thrown into this grave, you know, for production purposes, uh, a deep hole. Uh, but in in uh, reality. Uh, I fall two feet onto a crash pad, and then a door, the, the door that they opened is slammed on top of me. And, and it all happens very, very quickly, and it's very well choreographed, and we rehearsed it a lot. 
and it's really not that big a deal. I'm being dragged, and so it's just sort of a, a place down. Uh, it's a little bit of a fall, but, you know, the, the fight guy shows you how to do it, and, and you, you know, two, three times you're, you're an expert. And so that's not that big a deal, but um, I think I did it eight or nine times. <laughs> And I'm not 25, and so after after seven or eight, you're like, my shoulder's starting to feel this thing. But uh, it was fine, uh, and it, and it's I think it looks good. I think it's a great effect, and um, it really gives this sense of just being rid of someone so quickly. It has that Sweeney Todd aspect to it, like cut the throat, throw them in the hole, that kind of thing. And uh, I think it I think it looks good, and we jumped right in. And so after they close. Uh, the lid over my over over my you know fake dead body uh, the there's an elevator below it's a hydraulic lift and so I'm laying on a crash pad that's as long as I am you know it's it's not it's it's like a twin twin mattress a little smaller than a twin mattress and this gets lowered down about 10 feet uh, into the trap room and then I'm and then I hop off and and uh, you know that's I'm done with that portion um, the next move is what really, really threw me for a loop. So in in the following scene, I come up through the stage as a ghost. Now the point of using this trap is that I don't is that I'm not seen entering the stage. I just appear. And so when I when I arrive on stage, there's a, a group of lo- uh, tall men who are blocking my view, and then my view is is still masked as I sit down into Macbeth's chair at the banquet and it's a very effective where the hell did he come from moment we didn't see him and now we do and so it's it's a, a necessary thing uh, to really get this good effect of, of a ghost like all of a sudden I just happened to appear and it's well masked and it's well choreographed and and I think well executed but I had never ridden ridden I don't know if that's the right word I I've I've never taken a ride on a hydraulic lift upwards uh, and I really, I didn't think, I thought this would be the easier one. I thought the one falling into the, into the hole would be the, the, the technical difficult one. That one's much easier than this. So what happens is I'm effectively standing on a square, a, 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 a two by two square of stage that has retracted from the stage to pick me up and then I ride it back up so that the square that I'm standing on replaces itself back into the stage and there's no hole in the stage. It just looks seamless. Uh, I figured in my head that this would be a very large platform that I stood on and then just this square of it is what appears on the stage. This is not the case. What's happening is that I am effectively standing on a column. Uh, this is a two-by-two two square that's really just big enough for my stance. I stand on this thing. Uh, and they, they roll a platform out to the column. I step over onto the column, and then they roll the platform out away so that the hydraulic lift can lift. I was not ready. I was not ready for how this was going to make me feel. And if I could describe it um, without being too confusing, uh, imagine standing on a two-by-two square and three sides of you, your left side, your right side, and your back, uh, there's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing supporting you. You're just on your feet on this square. And on your right side, your left side, and your back side is about a 20-foot fall. 
<laughs> and I'm saying fall because that's all I can think about when I step on this fucking thing. And so uh, in front of me is um, a large piece of plywood uh, that's sort of going to guide the the um, the lift back up to the stage. Uh, um, so I'm staring, you know, my face is staring three inches away from a piece of plywood and on three sides of me is a 20-foot drop, uh, which goes to a sub-basement. This is the floor below the trap room and I'm now going to go to the stage. So effectively... I'm traveling two stories on this lift. Now, I just start off with my feet on one story, but it's open to two stories. And this just plays with your head. (laughs) Uh, You know, they're now going to hit the button and the hydraulic lift is going to raise. Now, it doesn't go very fast. Um, uh, They start off very, very slowly. Uh, But you're, you're the first time you do it, you're just standing on a column that's being moved upwards. That's the best way to describe it. Just imagine a column that starts off with 20 feet, uh, 20 feet in the air, and then it starts to move upwards. And it just, it definitely played with my head. I had a hard time even stepping on it the first time because you just, you're not, you're not even sure in your, because you can't see below it. You can't see, you can't see what's directly underneath the, 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 the square that you're standing on. And you, in my head, I'm like, this is going to move. This is, <laughs> I'm top heavy and this is going to kick out from underneath me. Now that's not, that's not true, but there is no, I was surprised that there was no safety precaution on three sides of me. Uh, I, you know, I've seen in the past where they'll put a metal, uh, a metal bar, up the back of it that you can just get your hand on to steady yourself. But this, <laughs> this was not here. And, uh, you know, there's people just sort of looking at me like, is this okay? And I go, I, you tell me, I'm, <laughs> uh, it looks dangerous as shit to me. <laughs> you all seem to think this is a good idea. And, and you find yourself in one of these positions where self-preservation is a thing. And I start asking, is this typical? Is this normal? Is this, is this a situation where I could request something? And, and, um, you know, uh, it, it's not that anybody's against it, but they're certainly not ready with suggestions either. And so I just, like I do with my son all the time, I'm like, just try, just try. If you're nervous about something, just try it. It'll get better. And so I forced myself to stand on this thing. And I honestly, I was like having a mini panic attack. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not prone to panic attacks, but I could just feel my breathing drastically change and, um, uh, holding my breath really. And, um, and so I was only standing on a second. They pull away this this uh, plank that I that I walked on to get out there, and I can see. I, I made the mistake of looking down, and I can see that there's 20 feet from uh, from my current perch. Uh, and like I said, there's plywood right in front of me, and so I lean myself forward towards the plywood, and nobody seemed to have trouble with me putting my hands on it too. Uh, there's probably a safety issue there because this thing's about to move and, and, um, you know, you have to go up through, you have to go up through the floor and then there's, uh, uh, braces and brackets that are holding the rake of the stage up. And then you finally get to the lip of the stage. And then, you know, it's like a very strange thing. Also at the top of this hole, there's a hole on the stage, you realize, because they lower it down. Uh, at the top of this hole, there are men standing there who are on stage, chorus guys, the fighters, um, and, and, um, you know, I was, I was, look, they're, they're taking many precautions to make sure a lot of dumb things don't happen, but 
dumb things happen all the time. And a hole in the stage on a on a on a stage that's newly lit, um, you know, it's it it would be it would be pretty easy to <laughs> step into these things, and it's happened. Uh, it happened to Joyce D. Donato. She went through a trap. Uh, Anna Maria Martinez went through a trap. The, this this stuff can happen. Um, I, I I seem to remember something. Brandon Jovanich was telling me something about somebody who went into the pit. I mean, the, you know, dumb things happen all the time. And and uh, so I've got a fall on three sides of me, and I have the fear that somebody's going to fuck up and step into this trap and fall down on me. Now we have a much a, a much bigger problem. Two people. Uh, and so I just sort of grabbed some some um, uh, stage managers and I said, "Look, I, I don't I don't want anybody within ten feet of this hole on stage. You, you got them. There were a couple of chorus guys that were nearby, and I was like, just just get them out of there. Just get them nowhere near that hole. It needs to be very clear that nobody's going to take. There was one guy at the top of it, and he was one step away from from putting his foot in there. And and uh, I just thought it, it, people need to be about <laughs> ten steps away for the love of God, please." Uh, and and they were happy to move those guys out, um, and so the the trap starts to go up, and I'm I'm just feeling, I'm feeling the distance more. I can sense uh, that I'm going uh, further away from the ground. <laughs> but you don't want to close your eyes. You want to like stay present, so you're just focusing on on uh, nothing nothing happening. Very slow and steady and, and calm and. Um, uh, so got to the first one, my, my hand is like shaking, you know, like I don't, it, it's such a funny thing. You can't, it's not something you can control, you know, fear, f- you know, you try to con- control fear, but when you weren't expecting it, weren't thinking about it and, and suddenly you're in a position to, to do something like that, uh, it just took over. It just took over. Uh, I got to the top of it and they're, they're, you know, there's safety people there and there's lots of stage people in there and they're like, oh, are you okay? Is this good? Is this good? I was like, well, it actually made me a lot more nervous than I thought. And so, just like I do with my son all the time, you know, you just just do it, just do it ten times, and then you won't fear it anymore. And so that's what we did. And I went back down to the trap room and and uh, rode the thing five or six more times. And each time they sped it up a little bit. And I actually liked the speed. I, I liked when they sped it up. It just because it didn't last that long. You know, I stepped on it and pretty quick it was moving up. And and I learned very quickly to not look down. Whatever I do. Don't look down. And so I just sort of focus on this plywood in front of me. And I keep my hands on it. And I sort of keep my weight forward. And uh, riding the trap, you know. <laughs> I got to get somebody to take a video of it. Because it, <laughs> it's something to see. Uh, I, I rode uh, a chandelier once in San Francisco that started in the trap room. Uh, but I was harnessed to the chandelier. It was something I could stand on. And there was a pole right behind me that I could keep my hand on, and and um, uh, I was I had a harness. I had a full on chest harness that was that was uh, locked to this thing, so that if I did step off the chandelier, I would have just been dangling. You know, it's not there was there were a couple of safe um, uh, fails there, and so I felt much easier about that. But they flew me up pretty high. But when you have a harness, it, it, for some reason, it's m- it, a lot easier to do. This is no harness. <laughs> uh, so I mean, I've 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 ridden things before in shows, and I've and I've um, uh, I've been in high places in shows, and I'm not generally not too terribly scared of heights. Uh, there was something about just being on this moving column uh, where three sides of it were probably death, uh, <laughs> and I'm a little top heavy, you know. <laughs> 
I'm a tall guy. My center of balance is high. And so uh, it just gave me a, it just gave me the, the feels for a second. Uh, but it did get better. Every time I did it, it, it got better. And so by the five or fifth or sixth time, I said, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with this. We can do it. And, um, and later on, somebody did come to me and say, well, yeah, we're going to try and figure out if we can rig something. It would be pretty easy to put a metal pole in there that's retractable or, or removable. And just as soon as I get up, I, I would take the pole with me and pass it off to somebody who could get rid of it. Uh, I have a feeling somebody would do that for me pretty quick if I if I made a stink. But I don't even feel like I need to now that I've done it five or six times. You just have to try, you know. Uh, but it's easy to, um, you know, in the moment you're trying to be cool about it and just just do it. Everybody's standing there saying this is what needs to be done and clearly somebody has done it in the past. And so uh, uh, you think, well, I just have to do it, you know. Uh, but <laughs> there's something inside of me. I have like, I have approached um, the Grand Canyon. I have, I have been on the top of very tall buildings and you get near the side. There's something way deep down in your body and I won't really describe where but most men know where and it's like way under deep in your in your body and it's something that's telling you to back the fuck up (laughs) I remember approaching the edge of the Grand Canyon which is not it's not super safe you could fall into the Grand Canyon uh, almost at every point there's like one little rickety fence when you first get there and then the rest of it is just a it's just a ledge waiting to be fallen into and people do all the time uh taking pictures and they back up and they they fall into this stupid thing but uh, as as I've approached very very tall heights, uh, there's something in you that says back up. There's there's a self preservation uh, uh, genetic coding inside of you that says this is dangerous. It's like it's like being at the zoo and the lion roars and the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. <laughs> it means it's just like. Um, this this million years of evolution, you know, going back to caveman days, going back to to um, hunter gatherer shit, where something says there's trouble. <laughs> it's the same reason you can't sneak up on a dog or a cat. Like they just they know they <laughs> they're pretty sure you're there, and and we have that in us too. And and so uh, you know the, the time being at the Grand Canyon or being on a tall building or being on a roller coaster or something where there's just something inside of you, deep inside of you, that says back up, get away from this. Uh, or like the like the lion at the zoo, just you know, like back up. <laughs> I don't think it's fear. I think it's self preservation. I think we have this in our in our in our DNA to just um, not die. <laughs> Nobody wants to die, right? Oh man. Uh, so that's going on. That's that's what we did. We, but we did it enough times yesterday that I felt much more comfortable about it. And we're gonna have a a pre-call before the show where we're going to go and try, you know, each night I'm going to do it. So when we have a week off between shows, you get sort of a, a refresher. And, uh, yeah, that plus a, a pretty amazing uh, death scene for Banco, which I, which I posted on uh, Instagram yesterday. Uh, it's a, it's a brutal, brutal murder. I get stabbed about seven or eight times and then, and then thrown into this, uh, into this pit. Now I sort of edited a bit so you didn't see quite the whole thing or, or the, or the actual throw, you know, we got to save something for the ticket holders, but this is a little preview of, of the fight, which was pretty cool. Uh, check that out. Um, that's it. I'm going to go take a couple Advil and get myself to rehearsal. I love you for listening, but you knew that. Uh, this is the CVH podcast episode 95, 95. Everybody have a great weekend. 
And uh, we'll see you on Monday. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah.